Hi friends, welcome back. Today's episode is especially for those of you with littles. If your kids are five and under, this is the sweet spot for the things that I'm going to be sharing with you. But even if they're a little bit older, I think a lot of you will still get a lot out of this and this will still apply to you. Today I am sharing 10 expenses that can pop up as your kids grow that you may not even have on your radar. If you are in the thick of diapers and daycare costs, it's just not something that you may have thought of. I've always heard people say that kids are expensive, and I get why they say that, but my argument to that is that kids may be expensive, but they make you better with finances. I have never been more intentional with how I spend my money since I had kids. So I'm sharing these expenses not to complain about how expensive kids are, but just so that you'll hopefully file these away if you haven't hit this stage yet and just be more prepared for when it comes. This may be one of those episodes where you want to write stuff down. So if you're in a spot where you can do that, grab a notebook and pen and let's get to it. Hey friend, welcome to Money Mindful Moms. I'm Krista Nalgian, wife and mom, and firm believer that moms with money skills will change the world. I know that you are sick of feeling limited by money, but you also don't want to wait until your kids are older to be able to do fun experiences with them. You want to find a way to transform your relationship with money once and for all. If you're ready to ditch debt, have overflow at the end of each month, and be able to spend money on what's most important to you, you're in the right place. Pop in those earbuds, go reheat your coffee, it's time to dive in. So for some context, my kids are 14, 9, and 2. We have our hand in a lot of different seasons right now. Before I had my youngest, I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about them being spaced so far apart, but honestly, I love it. I absolutely love it. Just the other day, we were waiting for my oldest daughter to finish her school musical practice, and I was standing in the doorway watching her practice while my other two were playing at the playground that was right next to the room. My nine-year-old was playing basketball, and my two-year-old was playing on the playground with other kids, and in that moment, I could see all three of them living their best lives at the same time, doing totally different things. And it really was just like this coolest parenting moment to witness. That being said, because they are spaced so far apart, they all need different things from us as parents at any given point, both emotionally and financially too. And when your kids are little and you're just in that survival mode on little to no sleep, it's hard to imagine what it will be like when they're older. You know, I remember thinking... I can't wait until they're done with diapers. And then they started preschool and we had that expense. So we went from one expense to an even bigger expense. And then it was, I can't wait until we don't have to pay for preschool anymore. And then they moved on to elementary school and there were more expenses that came along with that, which I'm going to get into. So 
I finally accepted the fact, I think, that there probably won't be any slowing down when it comes to expenses until they're fully grown and employed, I'm guessing. But I don't know. Maybe somebody with grown employed children can send me a message and let me know if I'm right about that. So for those of you who have littles and want someone who's just a little farther along than you to share some of the things that they didn't think about when it comes to providing for your kids' needs as they grow, I've compiled a list of 10 things, 10 expenses that you may not have thought about, and maybe you just might want to have it on your radar. And there are quite a few things on this list that sound minor, I know, but if you think about all 10 of them happening at the same time with multiple kids, that's really where it can add up. It's a lot. So if you're new to budgeting and working on your financial goals, maybe this will be motivation to figure out how to create some of that margin in your budget by either decreasing your expenses or increasing your income so that you can start preparing for what's to come down the road. All right, we've stalled long enough in getting to it. It's time to just rip the Band-Aid off and tell you about all the ways money is going to come flying out of your wallet because of your kids. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay, but really, here are the 10 things. Number one is dental or orthodontic work. We just went through orthodontic work with my oldest. The doctor was amazing. We were very happy with how everything turned out, but our insurance didn't cover any of it. And if your insurance doesn't cover any of it or only covers partial, it's very expensive to cover it yourself. The thing about orthodontics or dental work or really any health stuff is that you really never can predict what your kids are going to need. You might get a kid that has zero cavities and perfectly straight teeth, and you really don't have to spend very much here. You may also get a kid that needs a very expensive dental procedure and you have little to no notice really to save for it. Plus, there's the topic of insurance and how much that can vary. So just for now, file this one away. Assume you'll have some kind of expense in this category and then thank your lucky stars if you don't end up needing it. Number two is registration fees. This seems like it might be a rare occasion, but I was really surprised with how many things have a registration fee attached to them. Preschools and daycares, dance lessons, baseball teams, camps, private school enrollment. Most of the time, they all have a registration fee attached to them. And this is one of those things that may feel small, but if you have multiple kids involved in multiple sports and activities, it can add up. And you may have thought of the actual monthly cost of the activity, like the payment that you make each month, but the registration fees might not have been something that you ever thought of. So just something to add to your list to prepare for. Number three is birthday parties. This one is kind of a two-parter because part one would be your own kids' birthday parties. Do you remember, you guys, when we were kids, I'm assuming you're all somewhere around my age, and your birthday party would just be like kids gathering at the park down the street, and y'all would play, your parents would serve some little Caesars, and you would have a grocery store cake, or maybe your mom even made some cupcakes from a box, and that was it. And it was the best time you ever had in your life, right? 
I feel like Pinterest really ruined it for all of us. I'm convinced. I don't even want to tell you how much money I spent on my oldest daughter's second birthday. This was this was before I was a money mindful mom, okay? Her first birthday was really fun, but we had it at home. So it wasn't quite as costly. And her second birthday was really the first time that we were paying a party place. And between that cost and all of the food for the kids and feeding the parents and all of the decorations, I mean, we went all out. That was eye-opening for sure to add it all up. Here's the cool thing with this though. You don't have to. (laughs) You do not have to. I know that it feels like there's this pressure to give your kids the best parties, but I'm here to tell you, you can give them the best birthday without overextending yourself. And that's, I'm just going to have to leave it there. That's going to have to be its own episode. But for now, just know that you do not have to give them expensive birthday parties. Part two of this one would be the expense of going to other people's birthdays. Once your kids hit that school age and they're making friends, they get invited to lots of birthday parties. So getting presents for all of those parties can be another expense to add to your budget at this stage. Another option would be to open a sinking fund specifically for birthdays. And then just each month, go ahead and put some money into that savings account And then that way you have money to pull from whenever you get invited to a birthday or even if you want to use that to save for your own birthday celebrations. Number four is shoes and clothes. So you may have this already in the back of your mind, but let me explain why I included this one. When my kids were little, we were fortunate enough to get lots of hand-me-downs from friends. So even though they were growing quickly, they were also getting lots of clothes handed down to them. So we didn't feel the sting quite so much. We weren't having to buy them a whole new wardrobe every few months. As they get older, though, there really are no hand-me-downs anymore. Like, who is going to hand something down to a fully grown 14-year-old, right? So now there isn't that extra cushion of getting hand-me-downs. So we're buying all the things for her entire wardrobe. And my son is starting to get to that stage, too. He's almost past the age of hand-me-downs. Not to mention, as they get older, they start to become more aware of styles and trends, and they're a little more particular about what they want. And then when it comes to shoes, maybe it's just my son, but the rate at which this boy wears out his shoes is absolutely astonishing to me. He's very active, and I used to buy him cheap shoes, but I quickly realized for him, he really needs the expensive ones that are made really well because even those ones, he finds a way to wear those out quickly, so it's worth it to me to spend a little bit more on shoes to get a little bit longer wear out of them. Number five is gadgets. This is another one that you always have the option to just opt out, okay? For the most part, we have. Our son got a tablet from my parents for Christmas a few years back, and my daughter got a laptop for school from them. But other than that, we've really tried to keep this at a minimum. But in the fast-paced world that we are living in, it feels like there's always something new being introduced, and it can be really challenging to navigate that as a parent. 
what we should say yes to and what we should say no to. So your family may have different needs and make different choices and have a significant expense when it comes to gadgets. And you may just decide to forego this altogether or maybe somewhere in between. Just something to think about, especially as your kids are getting old enough to start being influenced by their peers. This is when I noticed that it really started to kick in when they were asking for things like that. Number six is haircuts. Okay, I was curious, so I actually looked it up, and currently the average cost nationwide of a men's haircut is $43, and a women's haircut is $56. So for our family of five, that would be $254 for all of us to get our haircut just once. And obviously, we would be doing that multiple times a year, probably more often for the boys. When my husband and I were in college, we bought some cheap hair clippers, I think probably from Costco or something. And he kind of walked me through what he thought the barber did when he would get his hair cut. And I sort of fumbled my way through it. This was before YouTube, okay? I'm sure it looked rough. I mean, that's an understatement. It looked rough initially, but I eventually got the hang of it and now I still cut his hair. And then my husband will usually cut my son's hair, although I can do it too. My oldest daughter typically keeps her hair kind of long, so I just trim it for her. And then my youngest hasn't even had a haircut yet. Me, on the other hand, I get my hair cut and colored professionally a few times a year, but there was a season where I dyed my hair at home too and just kind of like trimmed the ends myself. So there's definitely ways around this if you want to attempt it at home. That's kind of my whole point in that. I am fully anticipating though that as my kids continue to get older, they might want to get it professionally done and the at-home haircut phase may unfortunately come to an end. My oldest has already asked about getting highlights and I told her that that wasn't something that we would be paying for, but if she wanted to earn her own money and pay for it herself, she could do it. And spoiler alert, so far she has not cared enough to go ahead and earn her own money to do it. So we will see if that sticks. All right, number seven is pictures. This is another one that doesn't have to be a thing if you don't want it to. You can totally opt out of it altogether. But it was something that came as a surprise to me once my kids were school age and involved in a lot of activities. Of course, there are the school pictures, the back to school pictures, right, in the fall. I don't know why I feel obligated to buy them every year. I don't even love the pictures. I guess it feels like a rite of passage or something. The pictures are not really great quality, and I'd much rather just spend the money on nice family photos. But I also don't want to miss out on this specific memory of them in each grade. So I go ahead and I fork over the $40 per kid every fall. But that's not all, okay? They also offer spring pictures, which we usually skip because I don't feel like we need school pictures twice in the same year. And then pretty much every activity that they're involved in does pictures too. There's dance pictures and basketball pictures and soccer pictures. I mean, it's an opportunity for pictures everywhere you go. 
I remember when my oldest was new to all of this, I felt like we needed to get all of the pictures. And if you truly want to, and you have the budget for it, you absolutely should. But if you don't want to, or you don't have the money to do that, you do not have to shell out for each and every photo opportunity because I promise there's plenty and more are just going to keep coming. Number eight is all the snacks. I guess maybe I should just say extra food, but all the snacks. For this one, I don't even feel like we've reached peak snack budget season yet because I've heard some things about teenage boys and I know for sure my husband was known for putting away food as a teenage boy. So I am mentally preparing myself for when my son is a teenager. But even still, I feel like the amount of money spent on food has gone up so much over the years. And I'm not just talking about the price of groceries. I am simply referring to the amount of food consumed in this house by these children. Little kids eat little amounts of food. And if you've got picky eaters, you may feel like it's a battle to get them to even eat. And then it just somehow... One day you cross over this threshold and you start having to tell them to get out of the pantry. It's not snack time. It's almost dinner or whatever. And if I make a dinner that they like, they eat so much of it. Like they go back for seconds and thirds. So if you're a parent of littles, just plan to increase your food budget. Like that just needs to be on your radar as they grow. Number nine is room furniture. There is definitely a range for this one. You may be able to get some great hand-me-down furniture or buy things secondhand to keep the cost down. But if not, this is a big investment when it's time. When we moved into the house that we're in now, our oldest was in a toddler bed and we thought it would be exciting to buy her a big girl bed to coincide with the move so that she would be excited about her new room. We wanted something that we knew would be able to grow with her um, and stay with her for the long haul because we didn't want to have to make an investment multiple times. Um, So we got something that we made sure didn't look like a little kid bed and something that was made well so it, it would last. She's still using that bed, but man, when you start looking into getting each kid a bed frame, a mattress, a desk, a chair, and possibly a bookshelves or any other storage, it can be a lot. I will say that I often see people in our neighborhood Facebook groups selling this kind of thing, and it's often barely used. So if you're not in a position to fork over $1,000 to get your kid a new room set, there are other options. So, you know, take a look at that too. And then number 10 is all the school things. Let me start by saying as the wife of a public school teacher, there is no this is not a complaint by any means. I am more than happy to buy all the things on that school supply list because I know how much it's needed and it is for the benefit of my own kids. So I'm happy to pay that. That being said, when school starts each year, I know how many things we'll be spending money on because there's a lot of things that come up throughout the year between back to school shopping, school supply lists, all the fundraisers, field trips, sports games, school projects. I've come to know that it's just something to add a line item in your budget for. If I put some money aside each month for school stuff, it feels like less of a sting when you get that flyer in the mail about the fundraiser that they're doing. 
I also wish I would have known that it's okay to just say no to some of it. You don't have to donate to every single fundraiser, attend every single event, sign up for all the things. You can donate your time if you can, or pick one thing that you're really excited about or passionate about and just go all out for that thing and then being okay with not going all out for the rest of the things. For me, my one thing is the book fair. I am happy to chair that event and spend my time and my money supporting it because as a kid, I loved the book fair and I want the kids at our school to get that experience. For my husband, it's sports. He's a big sports guy, so he is happy to be the athletic director at our school, spend his energy making sure the kids have access to a great sports program. The rest of this stuff is often a pass for us. Not because we don't want to help, but we just know what our capacity is and we go in all in on the things that we truly are passionate about and other people can take care of the other things. So do what's best for you. All right, so that wraps up our 10 things. I would love to know, what did you think of those 10? And for my seasoned parents, what else would you add to the list? Because I'm sure I'm missing things and you might want to chime in about it. So send me a DM over on Instagram at Money Mindful Moms. Tell me what you think. And if this happens to be your very first episode and you're sitting here thinking, does this podcast just talk about how expensive everything is? Um, No. (laughs) Over here, we talk a lot about how you can feel empowered by money and how being a mom is actually your superpower when it comes to building wealth for your family. And if you're new here, you probably don't know that I have a free resource for you. My Debt Payoff Get Started Guide is a nine-page guide, and it walks you through three steps to get you started on your path to becoming debt-free. So if you are someone who has credit card debt, maybe car loans, little student loans sprinkled in there, medical bills, a loan from your Aunt Sally, or whatever else it might be, and you want to get rid of that once and for all so that your money can be put towards the things that really light your soul on fire, head to the show notes right now and you can find a link there for your free download. I pray that it blesses you and is the exact thing that you need to get in motion towards a lifetime of good money habits. Thanks for being here today. I will talk with you again real soon. If this podcast episode encouraged you, would you take just two minutes to rate and review the show? It really is the best way that you can say thank you. And while you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and post it on Instagram. Tag me in it because I would love to hear from you. It really is the best way that we can get the word out to other moms who could use some encouragement. I will see you back here real soon. Be blessed and have a powerful day.